express what we're feeling, we'll just shut down, get mad, cut you out. Amen. Go to the other bedroom. Amen. Lock you out the bedroom. Put a divided line down the bed. You know you got pillars lined up down the bed. That's your side, this is my side. Don't come on my side. We just start dividing stuff up, don't we? Y'all won't tell the truth, but I know you do. Yeah. Because he told you something that was right. Because she told you something that was right. We can't handle it. It's something God been trying to get to you all the time. You know what? Guess what? Sometimes we like that. You ain't God, but they speaking on behalf of him right now. You know it's the truth. You know they talking. You know it's you. You know they right. But before you tell them you right, you a brother walk out. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, church of the living God. 1279 Picking Road, Leesville, Louisiana. Where God is first, and people are always. with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. Acts chapter 1. And let's just uh, look at verse 14, and when you have it, say amen. The Word of God says in Acts 1, 14, These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. Notice that they continued, and notice how they continued. They continued with one accord. The Amplified Version says, all of these with their minds in full agreement. Their minds were in full agreement. They, they devoted themselves steadfastly to prayer, waiting together. Everyone say together. Together. And they were with the women. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there and with Jesus' brothers. They all continued with one accord in prayer. Amen. And so this is part two of last Tuesday's teaching on the praying church. And as we continue in our vision series uh, for the month of May, I really do feel in my heart that God is refocusing us. He's redirecting us back to that place where anything is possible. And if anything is going to be accomplished in the kingdom of God, we have to come back to that place in him where we are prayerful, where we understand the importance of fellowship with the Father. Uh, we cannot just go about doing religious works without any backing of heaven. We have to have and rely on heaven's backing. How many of you want the backing of heaven? I don't know about you, but I do. And nothing that I want to do in the kingdom of God, nothing that I want to do in this church, nothing that I want to do for God, I don't want to do it outside of him. So therefore, I place value on his presence. How many of you value the presence of the Lord? Can I tell you an astounding truth and reality? There are people that do not value God's presence. 
There are people that don't value the word of God. They don't value prayer. They don't value worship, even on tonight. Do you realize that many people could have been here tonight? But their favorite show comes on on Tuesday nights. And so, therefore, they have to skip service to tend to their, to their movie. I remember uh, one time uh, there was a person uh, a few years ago who was dying of cancer. And I was just explaining to her the importance of her being in, in service and under the anointing so that the anointing could destroy that yoke of cancer off of her life. Do you realize she missed consecutively services? And, you know, I, 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 you know, I went to Seattle. I said, where are you? What, what's, what's going on? You know, I have to confess, Pastor, um, I missed service because the American Idol was on. So it really grieved my heart that somebody would value American Idol more than they do the presence of the Lord, especially when they're dying. We need to place value on the presence of God. And do you realize that lady died? I really do believe that she could have been healed and made whole. But if you don't value God and his presence, how can you walk in healing and wholeness in your life? So the Lord has begun to impress upon my heart uh, this, this teaching, call my people back to prayer. And we have to dedicate uh, to being a praying church before we can do the works of the kingdom, before we can go out into the highways and the byways, which is part of the commission that Jesus said to do. And it's part of our vision as a church. But notice that Jesus, he set the foundation for these works to be done. He told them in Acts chapter 1, he says that you are to go to Jerusalem and go to the upper room and you are to assemble together and you are to wait for the promise of the Father, which he says, you have heard of me, I've spoken it to you, I've taught it to you. And he says, uh, you know, you, you, you begin to wait before the Lord. How many of you ever practice waiting on the Lord? The Bible says concerning Samuel that he ministered before the Lord. He, you know, there, there's a part, there comes a time in your prayer life that you just need to wait. Sometimes you don't even need to say anything. You just need to wait. But no, we're too much in a hurry. If God don't speak when we want him to speak, that's it. We ought to hear. But there's something about waiting in his presence where he begins to speak to your spirit. Because do you understand that God is a spiritual God? He's a spirit God. John chapter 4, Jesus said, God is spirit. He's spirit. Some of you, you, you're waiting for signs. You want natural signs. You want, oh God, if, if you're speaking to me, turn my coffee blue or speak through my dog or speak through my parrot. And you, you, you're basing relationship on God on foolishness, on natural things. But God is a spirit God. He's a spirit God. And guess what? He created you as a spirit being. So the type of fellowship that we have with God is not a physical fellowship. It is a spiritual fellowship. Are oh, you hearing what I'm saying tonight? So we worship in spirit. We position ourselves in spirit. And, and we, we, we develop a prayerfulness about our lives so that we can commune with God and hear that strategy and hear and receive direction so that when we go out, we can make an impact in the places that he leads us to go. Amen? Amen. 
So last Tuesday, we, we started it off, and I just want to review just uh, a little bit in case you were absent. Uh, Jesus also said in Luke 18 and 1, men ought to always pray. He, uh, men ought to always do what? Pray. pray. And he says, don't faint. And I, I taught you that one of the things that he means here is that prayer is a journey. It's a journey. It's about walking with God. God is not a one-night stand God. You can't just get something from God one night and leave him the next. God is a relational God. He is about relationship. He wants you. Amen. Just like Uncle Sam wants you, God wants you. He wants your time. The greatest thing that you can give God is your time. I'll never forget before I started preaching that those words just kept ringing in my spirit. Son, give me your time. If you just give me some time, I can use you in unprecedented ways. Give me some time. God is a relational God. He wants time with us. He wants us to be excited about spending time with him. Because to many people, teachings on prayer is boring to them. It's, you know, they get, oh, well, I, I want to hear about how can I get blessed financially. I want to hear about how can I get me a job. No, 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 no. David said in his presence is what? Fullness. Fullness of joy. Fullness. It begins right there in his presence. Everything you need, everything that you desire, everything that you want, everything, amen, that you think you want that you don't really need. See, you have to understand, whenever you begin to place value on God's presence, you'll never live in lack. You'll never live in lack because you have the answer, first of all, on the inside of you, but you're communing with the answer. You are fellowshipping with the answer. You're talking to the answer. Glory be to God. I tell you, we got to be a praying church. That's what it's all about. And he says, always pray. Some things I, I, I believe in getting immediate results. I believe in getting suddenlies. But there are some things in my life that have not manifested yet. But God, amen, is allowing those things to be delayed to test my faithfulness. I don't know about you, but I can speak for me. Will you continue to walk with me, son? Because the answer is already there. The promise is already there. But sometimes even the places and the people and, and the things that we need, they're already prepared. But sometimes we're not prepared. God has a prepared place for prepared people. And I've taught you a couple of years ago, or maybe last year, uh, we, we need to understand preparation. Yes. Write that word down in case you forgot it. Prayer, P-R-A-Y-E-R. And then paration, P-A-R-A-T-I-O-N. Like preparation, prayer paration. Prayer paration. Have you been prayer pairing? Are we prayer pairing as a church? To do the unthinkable, to reach the unreachable, are we prayer pairing? You won't find it in the dictionary. I made it up. Holy Ghost gave it to me. That's not a word. It is if the Holy Ghost gave it to you. Come on, somebody. Touch your neighbor and say, have you been prayer pairing? Because when you read the book of Acts... The church was birthed through prayer. Assignments 
were birthed through prayer. Ministries were birthed through prayer. Even in my own life, I can attest to many ministries and, and dreams and desires that God has placed in my heart. They were not birthed through the flesh. They were not birthed through manipulation or politicking. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You do this, I do this for you. Nope. I don't play that. If it's not from God, if it's not born of God, I don't want to have any part of it. So when you, when you learn to get in prayer, God's going to burp things through you that you never knew your womb could carry in birth. Some of you have empty wombs. You want to know why? It's because you had not been intimate with the creator who can release the sperma of God's word on the inside of you. Come on, somebody. I don't know about you, but I want to be pregnant with something. I don't want to just go around just talking and blabbing and, 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 and boasting on something I don't have on the inside. I want to be pregnant with the things of God. I want to be pregnant with destiny. I want to be pregnant with God's promises. I want to be a conduit, a catalyst. I want to be a womb where he can release his promises in the earth. Amen. Am I by myself or do you want that too for your life? Well, that comes through, that comes through fellowship. And, and I don't have time to get deep into it again because you are already here. But we, we, we talked about uh, setting a foundation in prayer. It's not enough to tell people to pray if we don't teach them the purpose of prayer. So uh, the foundation of prayer, we said, is what? Do you remember? Is intimacy. Because you won't pray if you don't understand intimacy. Intimacy is developing, again, a value system that is focused on God and that, that you, you want to please God. You want to honor God in everything you do. You develop intimacy. You're fellowshipping with him. You're fellowshipping with him. Intimacy is allowing God to even do things in your heart that will affect your prayer. Because do you realize a lot of people are praying, but there are no answers to prayers? Even though some things, there are some things that God is delaying for whatever reason, but sometimes it's what's in your heart that's hindering your prayer life. David said, if I regard iniquity, what does that mean to regard iniquity? To place value on iniquity? People place value on their sins. I was born this way. When my mama was like this, my daddy was like this, my grandpa was like They value the sin and the issues of their life more than they value the deliverance. So instead of saying,